podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. Our Christmas journey then, as I've already mentioned, begins today. Um, this being, as we've already said, the first Sunday in Advent. Now, it's been a, a tough year in so many ways, um, but also in that, it's uh, it's gone really quick, hasn't it? Time just seems to have disappeared. Um, and I know it's had its moments for sure, but now we're left with just four Sundays before Christmas Day. Um, maybe you've uh, started your Christmas shopping. Maybe you've not even thought about your Christmas shopping. Um, gents, we won't have thought about it just yet. There's bags of time. Um, things might be a little bit different this year. So if it's just on Amazon, time uh, time will be running out, in, in fact. So today, as I've said, we begin this Christmas journey and we find ourselves at the start of Mary's story. Her story begins right now. We're going to have a look in Luke chapter 1. This uh, young woman, Mary, is pledged to be married to a man, as we know, called Joseph. Very importantly, Joseph is from the line of David, King David. Mary is young. She is a young, devout Jewish woman who is going about her day-to-day business. She loves God um, and she's lived to this point according to his word. And as we'll see, because of that, she's found favour with God. She's about to get a visit that will change her life forever. And we can pick the story up, as I say, in Luke chapter 1 and verse 26 through 38. As always, I've got the word here in front of me um, and prayerfully it will be on the screen below. So you'll be able to see and follow along if you don't have a Bible on you today. So Luke chapter 1 and verse 26, it says this, in the sixth month, of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. And we pray, as always, that the Lord would bless the reading of his word as we've done that together today. 
So Mary, as we've said, is going about her day to day when the angel Gabriel comes to her. He greets her and we see that in verse 28. It's hard really to imagine um, what emotion, what things go through Mary's head. You try and put yourself in the position. But listen, verse 28, the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured, the Lord is with you. Now, in one sense, you sort of go, wow, that, that is some greeting. Um, it, it, it's quite clear. He says, uh, you're highly favoured and the Lord is with you. Now, those are positive things, aren't they? Um, but I suppose perhaps, maybe, she was waiting for a but. Um, now, think about that for a minute. Sometimes this happens, doesn't it? When, when there's some bad news to be given or, or maybe, um, maybe some direction needs to be given. So they go, do you know what? You're doing a, an amazing job. I'm really pleased with this, this and this. Uh, but... You know, you know the one. Um, and that really is how we're told um, in, in a business setting even to, to sort of bring about encouragement to, to, uh, to further somebody's career even. Um, and here the angel sort of um, gives her this introduction. Um, he says, greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. And then it says Mary's reaction. And as I say, Mary was greatly troubled as his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. They're not really words to be troubled about, are they? Um, but of course, in our natural human state, we sort of go, it sounds like a book coming here. What have I done? What have I done wrong? So much so that the angels, uh, that God sent the angel Gabriel to me. It's hard to imagine, um, as I say, what kind of emotion would have been going through uh, Mary's head in the moment. And of course, fear is one that's referenced because we see that um, the angel goes quickly to allay those fears. The angel brings a warm greeting, and I guess. We all, can't we, if we're not careful, can be fearful of news. And, and, and over the past year, we've really, um, I, I guess, got to terms with this, that uh, sometimes the news isn't always great. Um, and we can be fearful it, because it's the, it's the fear of the unknown more than anything else. And, and in this situation, we can see that perhaps Mary's feeling that fear of the unknown. Um, perhaps we're today waiting for some news right now. Um, perhaps you're in a position where you're just waiting maybe for that phone to ring. Maybe um, you're just waiting for that letter to arrive. Maybe you're just waiting for that person to just give that olive branch that you've been praying so long for. Maybe you're waiting for some news today. And the unknown can be quite a place full of fear. And, and worry um, and doubt. Where do we look? And this is the question that, that I felt the Lord gave me out of these words. Where do we look for our comfort? Where do we look for our comfort? In the moments of unknown, in the moments where we're unsure of what's next, where do we go? Now I know because I, I'm, I'm a human being just like you, um, that I can go to the wrong place. I can look to the wrong things for, for comfort um, and assurance in situations and struggles um, that we face on a day-to-day -day basis. We can look in all sorts of places, can't we? But we actually see here the word give us 
the, the clear example of the perfect place to go. Um, and, it, and it's just tucked away in this account that we see here in these first few verses in Luke's Gospel. Um, and if you don't look for it, perhaps you can miss it. But Mary, it says in verse 29, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. And then it says, verse 30, but the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you've found favour with God. He says, do not be afraid, Mary, you've found favour with God. The angel moves, as we've already said, to allay her fears. And he does that, how? Well, he does that with words from God. Because God has said to Gabriel, what I want you to do is I want you to go to this town in uh, at Nazareth and I want you to find this lady, Mary, and I want you to tell her that she's found favour with me and that I'm going to do something incredible through her life. So the word of God has brought comfort to Mary. Now, straight away you're there, aren't you? Because when we think about where do we find our comfort, where do we draw comfort from in times of difficulty and, and, and the unknown? Well, we go to the word of God because the word of God can bring us comfort and assurance. The word of God can bring us the good news that we need. The word of God can allay our fears because we understand then that God's in control we understand that he is in control of all things. So we don't need to fear what tomorrow brings. Why? Well, because God's already there. He, he's already there. So we, we, can, we can rest, we can bring, uh, find peace in those moments because God brings assurance to us. Don't worry about tomorrow, Matt, because I'm already there. Just, just concentrate on the now. Don't be fearful of the unknown. What a great lesson for us today, isn't it? That the word has brought to us there. In moments of fear and doubt, we should go to God's word. We should hear and see his promises and assurance for us, his children. Don't be afraid, God is with you. Don't be afraid. The angel tells her that she's going to have a son in impossible circumstances by human standards. And this child you're going to call Jesus will be the son of God and his kingdom from the line of David, as we've read, as foretold by the prophets well before um, now, will last forever and his reign then will never end. That's incredible, isn't it? Um, it's not an earthly reign, but a heavenly eternal reign. Now, all of that is mind-blowing. Mary has just received this news. It's like, wow. And I, and I love her response. Because in those moments, there are a million questions and, and one more. Um, Mary, in verse 34 then, is like, wow. <laughs> all of this is rushing through her head. She's in moments of just what is going off. This is incredible. Um, she says, well, how will this be? And, and, and I sort of tagged onto this thing just for a second. Just bear with me. How will this be? An eternal kingdom, an eternal reign. My son is going to be king forever. He is going to be God's son conceived through me. It's almost incredible. How can I even get my head around it? 
she doesn't actually go down that route. She goes to what she understands and listen to what she understands. She says, let's find it again in verse 34. She said, how will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? She goes to what she knows. She's like, yeah, this is impossible. This is completely and utterly impossible. By human standards, Mary, you're right. She goes to what she knows and her head says, this is completely impossible. Now, she would also, in these moments, as she states this claim then to, to the angel, she would know in these moments the implications that this would bring. Remember, a young woman, a devout Jew, she is a virgin, she's pledged to be married, but the, um, the, all of that, the, um, the, the marriage ceremony, all of those things would take time and they played out over a period of time until eventually um, the engagement, if you like, as we know it, would become the marriage. Um, and at only that point then would the two become one. So Mary's quite rightly going, mm, the implications that this brings, her head goes to what she knows and she's thinking to herself, well, I'm a virgin, so therefore if I've suddenly got a child growing inside of me, what are people going to think? How is this going to play out? What's my intended husband going to think? Now, we know, don't we, what people are going to think. We can be absolutely certain. Um, as we read through the word, we understand in the immediate what Joseph thought. Mary is rightly concerned and she rightly has questions about that moment. She goes to what she understands. And I think this perfectly outlines our limited um, thoughts as human beings. We go to what we know. Um, Mary goes to what she knows and what she understands. And of course, the implications that she would know that would bring uh, in the next weeks and months. And we do this all the time, don't we? We limit ourselves, we limit God to just the moments and the thoughts that we know and we understand. But how quickly then we forget that God is the creator of all things. And as it says in verse 37 of this chapter, it says, um, uh, let me just read it for you. For no word from God will ever fail. And the King James says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. Now, we have to get our heads in that moment when we're presented with things that come to us. And we're like, how can there possibly be a situation that comes out of this for any good? It looks impossible, God. It is seemingly impossible from my head. And I know and understand this can't work. And God says, I'm the creator of all things and the beginning and the end. You don't need to worry. As I've already said to you, don't worry about tomorrow. I've got it. All you need to do is trust Mary. All you need to do is know that it will play out as I've ordained it to be, as I've called it into being. We just have to trust that God is in absolute control and nothing, church, nothing is impossible for God. Mary, it's about to happen. Mary, it is about to happen. You are about to give birth to the very Son of God. Jesus Christ is going to come from you. God is going to bring about that miracle and you are going to give birth to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and he is going to bring salvation to all who accept him as their own Lord and Saviour. He is going to defeat sin, he is going to defeat death, and he's going to bring a kingdom and a reign that will never end. He's going to defeat the enemy and he is going to show that love will always but always win. But Mary could only see the moment. What lessons for us again today from the word. And if I've drawn anything from just these small, uh, this account here, these just few verses that we see at the beginning of Luke, is that I need to pray bigger. I need to think bigger. I need to say and, and have my heart and my mind in a position that says, God, you are far bigger and far greater than anything that I could ever dream up or imagine. You're bigger than all of that, God. I limit you to what I know and to what I understand, but you're far outside that realm. So God, I want to pray bigger. I want to trust bigger. I want to say, Lord, you've got it. Father, increase our faith that we can say, God, you're in control of stuff that I can't even begin to think about. You've already got it in hand. You're already in control of all these things. Our God is eternal. And Mary then shows us, after she's had this moment of, what now? Shows us how we are actually to respond. When God says to us, step, we, we don't ask, how or why or how could I possibly do such things? We're to do as Mary does here and it's an incredible account of, of faith. Mary completely trusts the angel Gabriel and the word that God has given to him and now we see here her absolute calmness. Okay then if that's what it is then let's let it be. Whatever, whatever God says. Just listen to this. Um, let's go back to 35, because that just gives us what the angel said. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come in you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, um, your relative, is going to have a child in her old, old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. And then Mary, to all of that and all of what we've just uh, listened to, I am... The Lord's servant, Mary answered, may your word to me be fulfilled. And the angel left her. It's incredible, isn't it? What faith, what, what calmness, what, what absolute trust that God's in control. Think, remember the implications that this is going to bring. She says, I am your servant. We see this um, uh, previous to this account. Um, as Isaiah in chapter 6 and verse 8, he says to God as he has a revelation and he sees um, a vision from the Lord, he says, here I am, send me. And, and that is just incredible, isn't it? That's faith that God, you know what the next steps bring. I don't know, but here I am, send me. And, and this is what Mary does. She says, I, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Whatever it is, God, let's have it. Whatever it is, let's make it happen. Not because I think it's going to be okay, not because it's going to play out how I want it to play out, but because you have set it into motion and you're already in tomorrow. You are the beginning and the end. I don't need to worry about it because you've got it. I just need to trust. Oh, this is a lesson for us today, isn't it? 
God has got it. He's in control. And all then, as we see from his word here, all God needs is a servant who says, here I am. Whatever it be, Lord, send me. Just needs a heart that says you're in control, God, and he will do the rest. It's an incredible account and it starts us off on our Christmas journey and we look forward, um, if the Lord will, to what we've got to come over the coming weeks. Let's just hang on to his word. Let's keep searching his word. Let's keep looking. Let's keep praying and let's find our comfort and our strength from what his word says to us, his children. Let's pray. Lord, we want to thank you for all that we've seen and all that we've understood today. We thank you for uh, this wonderful account that shows us um, the, the, the human side of Mary, but then, Father, the faith that she had to say, I am the Lord's servant. And Father, we pray that you would just bring us strength and comfort in these moments, Father, for those that are perhaps waiting for news at this time, that you would just draw them to your word, that, Father, that you would just draw them to, to comfort and to assurance that they would see that you're in control. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing for us on the day to day. We look forward to this Christmas time. Different though it might be, Lord, we still celebrate the birth of our Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, the very Saviour of the world. Just bless us, be with us, comfort us and strength us. All those, Lord, that aren't well at this time, we just ask that you would have your hand upon them. Be with them, comfort them and bring family um, and strength and restoration um, and bring peace into those moments, we pray. Bless us now, we ask all of these things in and through our Saviour's name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.